During Robert Brogdon's Olathe Buick GMC clearance event, save up to 20% on new models like the 2023 Buick Encore GX or GMC Sierra 1500. View their huge inventory at robertbrogdon.com and find your perfect match. Babble. Language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. Just go to Babbel.com and start learning a new language today. That's Babbel.com. B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Whether you're working from home, an office, or both, Staples has your tech. A powerful PC that'll help me deliver the perfect presentation. Staples has your tech. How about wireless headphones so I'm not tied to my desk? A second monitor that'll make multitasking manageable? Staples has you covered with tech solutions and accessories. From the latest laptops to networking solutions. And now, save up to $260 on select PCs. The latest tech solutions are at Staples. The working and learning store. N79. In-store only. Limit two while supplies last. Time to leave it all on the mat. For the fourth year in a row, the NAIA Wrestling National Championship is coming to Wichita March 3rd and 4th at Hartman Arena. 280 of the best collegiate wrestlers in the country will square off for team and individual national championships. This event is open to the public, and the championship session will be broadcast live on ESPN3. All session tickets are now on sale, and single session tickets will be available the day of the event. For more information, visit visitwichita.com. Don't miss it. Are you following ESPN Wichita 92.3 on social media? Check us out on Facebook and Twitter by searching at ESPN Wichita for the latest podcasts, breaking sports news, special giveaways, broadcast schedule, and so much more. Plus, you can visit ESPNWichita.com to listen to our daily national and local sports programming by streaming live or downloading our podcasts. It's all on ESPN Wichita 92.3, Wichita's all-sports radio station at ESPN Wichita on social media and online at ESPNWichita.com. To breaking news in the Sports Center, the Los Angeles Lakers announcing today LeBron James will have his right foot reevaluated in about three weeks. LeBron suffered a tendon injury in his right foot in the comeback win over the Mavs on Sunday. Lakers pick up a much-needed win last night at Oklahoma City over the Thunder without LeBron and without Anthony Davis. Jalen Carter back at the NFL Scouting Combine in Indy one day after he was arrested and charged with a pair of misdemeanors in Georgia in relation to the January 15th crash that killed a teammate and a Bulldogs recruiting staff member. Carter, a projected top round one pick, was charged with reckless driving and racing. He was released on $4,000 bond. A source telling ESPN's Adam Schefter that he returned to Indy, did Carter, to finish the interviews with teams, measurements, and other activities. The deadline for teams to use the franchise tag on players is March 7th. As of now, the only player to be tagged Deron Payne of the Washington Commanders. Adam Schefter reporting today the Jags planned to tag tight end Evan Ingram. He set career highs in catches and receiving yards last year. The tag for tight ends is $11.3 million. The Bucks are $55 million over the cap. They're expected to release tight end Cam Brate to save $5 million. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. Fortunately, GEICO makes it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. It's a good thing, too, because having a home is hard work. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. GEICO.com. Easy. You're listening to The Pulse with Pat Strothman on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Small town, big dreams, and a young boy the age of 15 had a premonition his city would get seen. Now I'm winning, get sheen in the city of the home of our hero. What's up, Wichita? Good Thursday afternoon, everyone. 
Hope you're having a terrific week, one day away from the weekend. Certainly was a fun night last night at Bramlage Coliseum. Wichita State men's basketball with a big one tonight. And some not-so-great news that broke yesterday. We'll talk about all of that here on The Pulse on Wichita Sports Leader. ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. You can also find us online at ESPNWichita.com. There's a Listen Live link on there. You can also listen to old shows that way with our podcast page, in addition to Spotify and Apple Music. You can download the TuneIn app and find us that way. That's very easy to do if you want to add another app to your phone. And if you have a smart speaker, you can tell your smart speaker to tune into ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. I'm Pat Strothman. The great producer is Jack Johnson. He's in the house as well. 316-669-4996. That's the hotline. If you want to chime in at any point, feel free to give us a call. 316-669-4996. Have that number handy as we'll be giving away some Wichita State tickets here during the show. Wichita State men's basketball tickets. Well, we are out of those. We gave those away during the Shane Dennis show. But... We do have some other goodies for you. This is a big weekend for Wichita State University Athletics. You have the men's basketball team playing at 1 o'clock on Sunday. You also have softball at Wilkins Stadium. Baseball at X Stadium versus Oakland. It starts tomorrow. We have three family four-packs of tickets for Wichita State baseball to give away. We'll give away two throughout the rest of the show. So, 316-669-4996, have that number handy. If you want to text us, we have a text line, 316-247-0923. A lot of people using that during the Shane Dennis Show. If you want to continue the conversation here during this program, feel free to do so. 316-247-0923. Twitter, ESPN Wichita, Pat Strompman, Johnny J underscore 15, Facebook, ESPN, Wichita, 92.3. You can send us a Facebook message if you like. Also, we have Instagram if you're into that sort of thing. Instagram at ESPN, Wichita. Very, very simple. All right, here on the show today, coming up in 20 minutes, we'll have audio from Craig Porter Jr. and Isaiah Poor Bear Chandler. Those two guys spoke to media members two days ago. At Coke Arena. Yesterday, we got to Isaac Brown audio. Today, we'll hear from the players. Two seniors. Isaiah Poor Bear Chandler. There's no doubt that his path at Wichita State has been unique. And for Craig Porter Jr., well, trying to wrap things up the right way. Had a triple-double not too long ago. And now he's hoping to help this team win some games in the American Athletic Conference postseason tournament next week but also trying to get a win tonight as wichita state takes on houston number one team in the country we'll talk about that showdown coming up in 20 minutes as well 245 what to make of this particular situation that we found out about yesterday we'll tell you about that coming up it involves a local player a basketball player 302 will kick out the second hour with our guy from The Athletic. 
That is C.J. Moore. KU, K-State, NCAA men's basketball tournament just around the corner. So we'll talk all things college basketball with our guy, C.J. Moore, coming up at 302. 325, what's happening at the Combine? Boy, there's a lot of things popping up. So we will update you on that situation. And I just read an article from The Athletic earlier today, and I figured I would bring that article up, and it has to deal with the Kansas City Chiefs. So stay tuned. That's coming up at 325, 345, three-question Thursday with Jack Johnson. That is our lineup for today. It's March 2nd, 2023. It's March, but yet it is a little chilly out there. But that sounds like the state of Kansas. You just never know what you're going to get. That's for darn sure. With Kansas State men's basketball, I think we know what we're getting from them. Kansas State dominates Oklahoma last night at Bramlage Coliseum, 85-69. Kansas State was able to send its seniors out in style. The Wildcats shook off a slow start and just dominated the Sooners for most of the game. The result was a blowout victory. That allowed Jerome Tang and seniors like Keontae Johnson, Marquise Noel, to celebrate with K-State fans one last time before they shift their focus to the postseason. Naquan Tomlin led K-State with 19 points. Johnson had 16. That's probably where you start. You start with Naquan Tomlin and what he was able to give K-State All throughout the season, we've talked about this K-State team, and we know the dynamic duo of Marquise Noel and Keontae Johnson, and we've been preaching all season long that this team needs to find that number third scorer or four scorer, whatever it might be. The main thing is the post players, I don't think we ever say that the post players need to be averaging 20 points per game or 15 points per game for that matter. But Naquan Tomlin... There for a little bit, he had a pretty bad stretch of basketball. Thought that maybe he was forcing things a little bit. He wasn't finishing around the rim. He's able to run. He's very athletic, and that's great. Like That can be an advantage for your team. But he's got to get better defensively. He's got to be more of a wall. Got to be able to force guys out of the paint. All that wonderful stuff. Guy's still raw. I think we understand that. But you look at Naquan Tomlin, I don't think we expected 19 points out of him. And he did quite well last night against the Oklahoma Sooners. Need to finish around the rim. There have been times K-State hasn't been able to do that. Naquan Tomlin last night was 8-9 from the field. He hit two threes, 19 points, five rebounds, not a single turnover. That is almost a clean sheet for Kansas State. And by the way, the Wildcats in the second half against Oklahoma, they were 70% from the field. Anquan Tomlin certainly was able to add to that and be a part of that last night in half number two against Oklahoma. The other thing I want to point out, too, is Desi Sills. We talked to the voice of the K-State Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson, yesterday. I was like, look, Wyatt, I don't know, I don't know if there's really anything behind this or not, but I do think it's interesting. When K-State struggled, Desi Sills came off the bench. The one thing that Jerome Tang wanted to make sure of is the fact that he's going to have a chance to be the sixth man of the year in the Big 12. That's what he wants. And then once he found out from the Big 12 Conference, when they said, hey, 
go ahead and put him in the starting lineup, he's not going to lose that possibility if you put him in the starting lineup now. So you put him in the starting lineup. Since then, K-State has been victorious. Desi Sills brings something right out of the gate for this K-State team that the Wildcats simply didn't have during that rough stretch of games there. Desi Sills had a great game with 15 points, 9 rebounds, 8 assists, just 2 turnovers. Desi Sills in the starting lineup has been able to, I think it allows Keontae Johnson and Marquise Noel to do some different things. I don't know if it allows Marquise Noel to, I don't know, push the ball up a little bit more because no offense to Ish Masood or David Kassan, those are the other two guys that you think about being in the starting lineup. But if you go a little bit bigger, it does slow you down a little bit more. And maybe it's just harder for K-State to get in rhythm. Maybe they're not setting that tone of being aggressive with Desi Sills coming off the bench. So you insert him into the starting lineup and voila, here's Kansas State able to run up and down a little bit better be more aggressive, go to the rim, because that's what Desi Sills is. As much as he can do a rocker and pull the trigger from beyond the arc, we've seen that throughout the season. The one thing he is really good at is slashing to the rim. And to have that, to be a a tone setter, I'm down. I'm down with that. So Desi Sills, a complete game from him. Keontae Johnson, what else can you say about him? 16 points. Guy's a big 12 first teamer. I think we understand that. Marquise Noel, only 11 points last night, only took nine shots, but K-State didn't need him in terms of being a scorer. Marquise Noel, being the facilitator, he excelled last night with 10 assists and just one turnover. That's from your starting point guard. Rather incredible for him. So K-State was able to flat-out dominate Oklahoma. And the Oklahoma Sooners, if you remember down in Norman, I think we all thought it was an irregular thing because Oklahoma, not really known for being a dynamite three-point shooting team. And K-State, meanwhile, on the other hand, K-State pretty solid in terms of locking down teams from beyond the arc or chasing guys away from the three-point line and forcing them into mid-range jumpers or a contested layup. So K-State had done a a pretty good job of of that throughout the season, but against Oklahoma, they really failed at that and allowed Oklahoma – to dictate things. That was not the case last night in front of that sellout crowd at Bramwich Coliseum as K-State led by 9 at the break, 34-25. to K-State then uh, outscored Oklahoma 51-44 in half number two. K-State led by as many as 20 points in this one. K-State also able to score off turnovers, 13 turnovers for Oklahoma led to 20 points for the K-State Wildcats. And like I said, this team able to run 24 fast-break points for K-State in that in that 40-minute performance against Oklahoma. So the Wildcats, they dominate Oklahoma. We thought that it was going to be a little bit more of a lower-scoring game. Oklahoma could be that pesky team, but K-State made it look so, so easy. And it makes me wonder, as we near the Big 12 tournament and near March Madness, one that we talked about, Joe Lenardi with Bracketology from ESPN, he noted that if K-State gets a convincing win against Oklahoma at home, K-State is going to be a two-seed in the NCAA tournament. 
Now, K-State could lose at West Virginia on Saturday. That very well could happen. K-State could drop that game. K-State can also win that game, too. I think we understand that. West Virginia, not that bad of a team in terms of the net rankings, so on and so forth. So I'm not sure if it's really going to hurt them to where they're going to drop off the two-seed line. But in the Big 12 tournament, you get one win, maybe two, if you reach the semis. And K-State probably for sure is going to be a uh, a, a two-seed in the NCAA tournament, which is just wild to think about considering what the situation was not too long ago. Bruce Weber steps down, K-State hires this guy, Jerome Tang, an associate head coach at Baylor for many, many years. What does he do? He brings on different guys. At one point there, he mentioned how he wasn't going to use up all the scholarships because he wants to find the right guys, winds up finding a good group of dudes, finds a way to make them gel, and now here is K-State looking at a two-seed in the NCAA tournament with a 23-7 and overall record and 11-6 and in the Big 12. Saw that, I think it was John Rothstein, I think he tweeted out saying that Jerome Tang had been the National Coach of the Year according to his publication. And, I, I, look, I, I think Jerome Tang, he is the story, in my opinion, in college basketball. I know there's some other people that you'll bring up and, so on and so forth, but what he's been able to do in just one short season, nothing short of incredible. And now this K-State team coming up on Saturday against West Virginia with Texas losing the TCU last night, which congratulations, Kansas, for another Big 12 championship win outright. You look at Kansas State, they are currently tied for second in the Big 12 tied with Baylor in Texas. If K-State can win on Saturday against West Virginia, they have the tiebreaker over Baylor due to sweeping the Bears in the regular season. They split against Texas, but Texas very well could lose against Kansas coming up on Saturday. If that happens, K-State's going to be the two-seed in the Big 12 tournament. The team that was picked dead last is going to finish second behind Kansas in the Big 12. Just incredible. Absolutely incredible. Job well done, Jerome Tang. Guy deserves his flowers. And there's no doubt to me, he deserves a National Coach of the Year recognition from many, many people. So K-State just looked like a team that very well can make a deep postseason run in the NCAA tournament. I think it depends on matchups, which, spoiler alert, that's the case with March Madness, I feel like, every single year. Kansas and every team in the country, it does kind of depend on matchups for pretty much everyone. But for K-State, I think there's a good chance that this is a K-State team that very well could make it to the Elite Eight. That, to me, would be a realistic finish for K-State with a potential chance of a Final Four pending on who that person is is going to be or that team's going to be. This K-State team has just been impressive under Jerome Tang. And we saw it last night. This K-State team was wavering there for a little bit, kind of like Kansas. And this is what teams do. This is what winning programs do. You hit a little bit of a lull. 
but you don't let that dictate the rest of your season. That's what champions do. That's what winning DNA is about. You don't let that completely derail a season. Kansas loses three in a row. K-State has its issues. Couldn't win on the road in the Big 12. But you don't let that completely derail the season. And Jerome Tang and his coaching staff and the players, they deserve a lot of credit for what they've been able to do in just one season there at Kansas State. So K-State gets a dominating win over Oklahoma, 85-69 to at Bramlage Coliseum. K-State wraps up at West Virginia coming up on Saturday, a game that you can hear right here on ESPN Wichita. Jack, do you have any thoughts on K-State, Oklahoma, and Manhattan yesterday? Uh, you know, I think it kind of goes hand-in-hand hand what we said about Kansas yesterday in this final stretch of the season is that you know when you're playing teams like in Oklahoma like in Oklahoma State or West Virginia it's all about taking care of business it doesn't really matter how you win those games all that matters is you come out with a victory and even though K-State started a little bit sluggish last night they found a way to dominate Oklahoma when it's all said and done if there was one takeaway I had from this game I think it was pointed out by John Rothstein on Twitter that Jerome Tang told him the player to watch for Kansas State going into the postseason was Naquan Tomlin. And surprise, surprise, who led Kansas State in scoring last night, it was Naquan Tomlin with 19, also shot 8 of 9 from the floor. And if they can get that type of production from Naquan Tomlin in the NCAA tournament, boy, I mean, I really have a hard time imagining K-State not making out of the first week. And I know the NCAA tournament's a little bit of a crapshoot, and anybody can have an off night at any given moment. But when you get the production like you do for Marquise Noel and Keontae Johnson, which is already consistent, you know you're going to get good production offensively and defensively from those two guys. I think what Kansas State really needs is that third guy to be right behind Johnson and Noel. If they get that in Naquan Tomlin, I mean, really look out. If this K-State team's a two or a three seed, they may be one of the most dangerous two or three seeds we've seen in the NCAA tournament in the last couple of years. Yeah, it'll be really interesting. It'll be really interesting to really see where where this team goes. Because the one thing I think that we've seen all season long, and I know that there have been there have obviously been losses for K State. They've lost six games with the Big Twelve. But when you look at this K State team, I think they do have the pieces. They do have a dynamic duo in Keontae Johnson and Marquis Noel. I think they've done a good job of moving Keontae around in different spots over the last so many weeks. There for a little bit, that's what we're talking about with this K-State team. Have teams finally figured out Kansas State? So what does Jerome Tang and the coaching staff do? Well, let's start to mix it up a little bit, keep teams guessing. And it has allowed them to get back on rhythm and get back on track. Marquis Noel suffered from a lot of turnovers. The one thing that he said to himself in the mirror I got to stop doing that. Got to be better at that. So what happens? He fixes that issue. Guy has another 10 assist game. One turnover. He had 10 assists, no turnovers. Not that long ago, Marquise Noel said, all right, I got to change some things. Desi Sills, you insert him into the starting lineup, just brings something different to the table for this K-State team. They have the pieces in place. And getting that win at Oklahoma State, that was the only thing that made me really question this team. Because you do have to go on the road and win. Now, in the Big 12, you make the argument, well, look at all the teams and their records away from the respective buildings. You can see how poorly they've done. So K-State certainly fits that group as well, not being able to win on the road. 
But they get one done at Oklahoma State, and after watching that, I'm thinking, okay, let's see what they do at the Big 12 tournament, which I don't think that should be an issue there in Kansas City. But it's a neutral-type floor, neutral-type situation, because you have to adapt to that when you're on the road. And I think this is a K-State team. I think they finally found their, their second wind, if you will. And now they're getting in rhythm, and they're playing their best basketball going into the NCAA tournament. And that, again, that's what it's all about at this stage in the game. I know it's very cliche. We see it. We say it so many times. But it is, it is the absolute truth. This is a team that is streaking into postseason play. And they have good pieces in place to do damage in the tournament. The main thing that I think we, we could both say about Kansas and Kansas State is if those two teams are careless with the basketball and don't value possessions, that could come back to hurt Kansas and Kansas State. But what we've seen from K-State and Kansas, they value the basketball, they're pretty darn tough when they don't give the ball up to their opponent. They're pretty darn tough. So this K-State team, a number two seed, I think they're going to be a, a fun, they're going to be a fun pick in the NCAA tournament, I think. There'll be some people that maybe will just look at them and be like, oh, K-State, they're not traditionally a powerhouse, so we'll just go ahead and say they're going to have an early exit. But I don't know. I think if, if if they have the potential matchups, if they face off against a team, I mean, come on, they're in the Big 12. They should be able to adapt to anyone. But if if they face face off with teams, you know, like, like they're not going to face off with teams with Oklahoma consistently, but you get what I'm saying. As a two seed, they can really do some things that really – make you pay because they have the right pieces in place. And that's because of what Jerome Tang has been able to do in his coaching staff. They've been able to do a, a heck of a job there in Manhattan. No doubt about it. All right, let us take a break. Later on, there's one Big 12 team that is not doing so hot, and we'll tell you a little bit more about that coming up at 2.45. But up next, Wichita State in Houston. We'll talk about teams playing their best basketball. Wichita State, I truly believe they are, and that will be put to the test tonight at Houston. We'll talk about that game. Plus, you'll hear from Craig Porter Jr. and Isaiah Poor Bear Chandler. That's just around the corner here on The Pulse on ESPN Wichita. This is The Pulse on Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Since 1933, Envision has been a part of the Wichita community, serving people who are blind or visually impaired and their families. From employment opportunities to child development, rehabilitation, research, and crucial programs for all ages. This year, we celebrate our 90th birthday. We invite you to join our year-long celebration of 90 years of envisioning the possibilities. Visit EnvisionUs.com to wish us a happy birthday and join us in continuing the mission. 100% of your gift directly impacts Envision's programs and services. Thank you, Wichita. Time to leave it all on the mat. For the fourth year in a row, the NAIA Wrestling National Championship is coming to Wichita March 3rd and 4th at Hartman Arena. 280 of the best collegiate wrestlers in the country will square off for team and individual national championships. This event is open to the public, and the championship session will be broadcast live on ESPN3. All session tickets are now on sale, and single session tickets will be available the day of the event. For more information, visit visitwichita.com. Don't miss it. 
Whether you're working in an office or remote, Staples has your tech. New AirPods so I can turn up the music and tune out distractions. Staples has your tech. A Wi-Fi extender for faster downloads? A portable keyboard so I can work from anywhere. Staples has you covered with tech solutions and accessories, from the latest laptops to networking solutions. And now, Apple AirPods Pro are just $189. You save $60. The latest tech solutions are at Staples, the working and learning store. N64 in-store only, limit two while supplies last. Have you ever wanted to learn a new language like French, Spanish, or Russian, but thought it would be too difficult and time-consuming? Then go to Babbel.com and try it for free. Babbel works because it's built around real life. It teaches you everyday practical conversations that you will actually use. In 15 minutes a day, you'll be on your way to speaking a new language in just a few weeks. Babbel uses a modern conversation-based technique that makes language engaging, fun, and memorable. It starts by teaching you words and phrases. Then, sentences gradually get more complex. Soon, you're practicing short conversations about real-life topics. Babbel is created by language experts who use the space repetition method to help you learn quickly and remember what you learned. With Babbel, you can speak a new language. Babbel. Language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. Just go to Babbel.com and start learning a new language today. That's Babbel.com. B-A-B-B-E-L.com. The NFL Draft is coming to Union Station in Kansas City, and ESPN Wichita will have you covered. Tune in to hear every selection from the first overall pick to Mr. Irrelevant right here on ESPN Wichita. And as our local selection cards are turned in, we'll bring you instant reactions with press conferences and analysis. It's all right here on your official home for the NFL Draft, Wichita's 100,000-watt sports powerhouse, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Wichita Statements Basketball coming up on Sunday. It's the regular season finale, Senior Day at 1 o'clock at Coke Arena. We appreciate all you uh, listening and all of you for participating in our giveaways. I do want to let you know that we are out of Wichita Statements Basketball tickets. I know. We're sorry. Just the way it goes. However, got to... Say coming up, we do have Wichita State baseball tickets, so we'll be giving we'll be giving those away here before too long. So just stay put. Also coming up on Sunday, if you show up somewhat early, you can actually get something cool from ESPN Wichita. Just saying. Coming up on Sunday at one o'clock, if you get there, the first X amount of fans could get something cool. I don't want to spoil the fun. Maybe we'll maybe we'll do something on Insta. Maybe we'll take a picture of what it is. I don't know. We'll see. There's still time to figure that out. But just to give you a little incentive, if you just want to go in general, go buy a ticket and support the seniors, you'll get something cool, if you will, if you go there. It's going to be a fun time. We're going to be there. We're going to be in the house. It's certainly a big weekend at Wichita State Athletics when it comes to baseball, softball, and immense basketball all being at home. So going to be fun, that's for sure. All right. Coming up here before too long, not so great news, I guess, last night. We'll tell you about that here shortly. We have C.J. Moore from The Athletic coming up at 302. 
Let's get into Wichita State audio, though. So speaking of senior day, Craig Porter Jr., Isaiah Porbear Chandler, they were made available to media members on Tuesday. And we were there. And we had a chance to visit with Craig Porter Jr. and Isaiah Poor Bear Chandler. So let's get into the audio first, and, and then we'll briefly talk about Wichita State in Houston. Let's start with Poor Bear Chandler, because his journey to today is certainly an interesting one, a very unique one. So let's hear from Isaiah Poor Bear Chandler. He had a chance to reflect back at his career, his journey, his path, all that wonderful stuff. Here is Isaiah Poor Bear Chandler from earlier this week. All right, you, uh, Isaiah, you've had quite a journey here, Omaha, back here, just kind of now being a senior and everything, getting ready for senior night. Just kind of, have you been thinking about your kind of journey through all this? Or kind of, what are your thoughts now as you get ready for your last home game for the Shockers? It's mind blowing, honestly. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, just my story, just all of it, just reminiscing on all of it, is just it's coming quick, ain't it? <laughs> no, nah, but uh, I think I think this team kind of like made it fun for me my last season. You know what I'm saying? It's a little emotional because I I didn't want to leave Wichita in the first place, but I'm glad they accepted me back as part of the family. Um, well, it'll be a lot for our season, you know, going forward. Uh, I think we're prepared for it mentally. Everybody's been talking about it since conference started. I think after the first time, we're like, yeah, we should have beat them, but, you know, we're looking forward to this next fight. <laughs> just like I asked Craig, uh, just what are you most proud of with yourself throughout your journey? You know, just the ability to just pull through uh, adversity and, you know, just – Everything outside of basketball that kind of falls down as an, on an athlete, and I think I'm pretty proud of myself. What have you taken take away from playing alongside Craig? You guys all speak of him as the leader. He talked about himself as a leader coach as well. And uh, just how well do you see him being able to balance all the responsibilities he has? I think he really stood up. Uh, you know, I was on the team with Marcus McDuffie, and you know, all of them my freshman year, and the way he stood up for like. What, eight or nine freshmen that came in that team. Uh, I kind of seen like comparisons and stuff, and I, I, I think of uh, Craig as a, a good leader on the team, and you know I'll, I'll follow him in a battle any game, for real, for real. What has this season meant to you um, when you look back from where you guys started to where you are now? Just can you describe this season in a few words? I'm glad we pulled through. You know, like like there's a lot of teams that just succumb to that adversity and you can just tell with this team is, is real special they, I'm glad that I got to be a part of a team to help them like learn and become best themselves what was it like senior year playing for Ivy man from the first time I've seen him pull up to my doorstep to now it's just it's always been love <laughs> I got nothing but respect for Ivy Isaiah Poor Bear Chandler from earlier this week. Yeah, his his journey is definitely one that is very, very unique, very interesting. And, you know, there at the very beginning you could just hear him take a deep breath. He's like, Man, this is this is the final one coming up on on Sunday. And this is a guy 
when we found out that he would return, I didn't know if anyone expected him to be a part of the rotation. I think we all just thought that he'd just be a big body, and that was that. And there's no doubt that he provides that, but he has been able to get in that rotation. And he has had his moments, to say the least. And something tells me tonight against Houston, he'll be needed because of the front line there for the Houston Cougars. So Isaiah Poorbear Chandler ahead of Sunday's regular season finale, Senior Day at Wichita State. Let's hear from Craig Porter Jr., Mr. Triple-Double. All right, it's not like he's had multiple triple-doubles, but he did have a triple-double not too long ago, last time out against Tulane. Craig Porter Jr. gearing up for his final game coming up on Sunday. Here is CP3 from earlier this week. Uh, I mean, it's it's exciting for all of us. I mean, even the coaches. I mean, we got the opportunity to do something we haven't done, go there and win uh, since I've been here. And uh, like you said, the number one team, I mean, taking them down, that's going to do a lot of confidence for us coming into the tournament. Where do you think the team's at right now? I mean, just kind of Uh, we're a little behind where we want to be, but, uh, at the same time, I feel like we're in a good position to get a bye going into the conference tournament. So, uh, but it's going to depend on a couple other teams taking losses, but I feel like we're in a good spot as far as where we've come over the last seven. So I feel like we're in a good spot. Uh, I've only talked to Fred really a couple times. Uh, the TBT both summers, uh, I talked to him. Uh, it was really just a lot of small talk, but I mean, he's giving me pointers, a little, uh, advice. I mean, but uh, I've tried to, uh, mimic everything that people have told me about him and everything just he does to be the great player he was here. So, I mean, I just try to mimic that. Um, this season, probably just a roller coaster ride. Uh, I mean, we've had our ups and downs. Uh, I feel like this whole year we've, we've been in every single game there is. I mean, within a couple possessions. So, I mean, I feel like we can compete with anybody in the country. So, I feel like it's a roller coaster ride. You guys have kind of got this, this little core of you, the starter, you, Ron, Jaquan, uh, Kane, James kind of flowing really well right now. Just, just talk about that group coming together and what's allowed you guys to um, I feel like it's really just buying into the system we've put in. I mean, there was times in the year where we were all trying to play a little bit of hero ball, and uh, I feel like we were taking a lot of unneeded threes at times. So I feel like we just bought into the system IB and the coaches have put together for us that they've been, I mean, using the last few years. So I just feel like we've just followed that, and it's been making it easier for us. How does it seem different from the beginning of the year where you guys were playing the, the games in the 50s to now we, we see you guys going out and scoring? Uh, I mean, it's just like what you said. I mean, getting out and running more, I mean, that alone has gotten us, I feel like, 10 to 15 more points a game. So, I mean, I just tell these guys, as soon as I get a rebound or anybody gets a rebound, if you run or do whatever you got to do to get down the floor, I'm going to find you and get you open and you're going to have an easy look. Uh, 
I'm just most proud of how how better of a leader I feel like I've become uh, vocally. I mean, it's been really challenging bringing in a whole new team and everything and trying to do it uh, almost by myself but not really having other seniors like Pooh Bear and uh, James. But really being the lone one to come back besides also Kenny, uh, it's been challenging, but, I mean, it's, it's nothing I wasn't prepared for or hadn't mentally prepared for. So, I mean, I feel like I've just tried to do my best job to get these guys prepared for when I make my departure and just trying to put them on the right foot. You still hopefully have a couple weeks left uh, in you, but just how do you want soccer fans to, to kind of remember you as a player and remember your time here? Uh, I just want them to, I mean, remember what I do on and off the court. I mean, it's, it's not necessarily – the most prettiest. I might not have the best scoring abilities or whatever, but I just want them to know that, I mean, this place is like home to me. So, I mean, I just try to lay everything out there for the fans and for my team. Craig Porter Jr. from earlier this week. Took place a couple of days ago. Craig Porter Jr. Going to stand in front of the crowd. Coming up here before too long on Sunday at Charles Coke Arena. The guy has done so much here for Wichita State. And this is a guy who could have been celebrating Senior Day somewhere other than Wichita State. Last year, he was one of those guys that put his name in the transfer portal, was planning on going somewhere else, and then an NIL collective came about. And he said, all right, well, I'll return for my final season. So he decided to come back. And as you heard right there, talking about how he almost kind of felt like he had to be the leader by himself. And it does feel like at times he does have to do a lot of things by himself. There at the beginning of the season, I think that's what we said about Craig Porter Jr. I think we mentioned multiple times if Wichita State wants to be successful, it can't be just all on Craig Porter Jr.'s shoulders. And therefore, a little bit, I think we saw that, we felt that, and we... I think we all understood that, man, I don't know if this this can continue for Wichita State. You need some help with this new group. Well, now the offense is starting to go up, trending upward, and he's been able to get some help from other guys. James Rojas has been solid all year. Jerome Pierre Jr. had a big game against Tulane. Jaquan Walton there for a, little, for a little bit had a nice little streak. Kenny Poto has, certainly has had his moments. He was slow to start, but he seems to be getting informed now. So it hasn't just been about Craig Porter Jr. Now there's been some other guys to help him, which that's the one thing I think we all were kind of, we were wanting to see that. And it finally happened. And this is what we're seeing from a a team going into postseason play, a team that is playing some of its best basketball. And we'll see how well they do tonight against Houston, the number one team in the country. Last time out, Wichita State did quite well against Houston. But the Wichita State Shockers, they played well for 35 minutes, fell apart down the stretch, and Houston would get the win. Houston is now 27-2, 15-1 in the AAC. Houston holds down the number one spot in both major polls for a second consecutive week. Houston also tops the NCAA's net rankings. Cougars opened the year 9-0, fell to Alabama, currently number two in the net, if you're paying attention. Houston ripped off nine more wins before losing to Temple. Since then, Houston, nine in a row. 
Cougars rank number four in Ken Palm's offensive efficiency rankings, six defensively. Houston leads the nation in scoring defense, only giving up 59, excuse me, 55.9 points per game. Field goal percentage defense at 35% and scoring margin at plus 20.2. Cougars also lead the league and rank among the NCAA leaders in turnover margin, rebound margin, fewest turnovers, assist to turnover ratio, offensive rebounds, and blocks. Marcus Sasser averaging 17 a game. Didn't really do all that much against Wichita State in the first go around. Jamal Shedd, second-team all-conference pick last year. Jarris Walker, preseason freshman of the year in the conference. This Houston team certainly deserving of that number one ranking. Wichita State is going to have to play a full 40 minutes. Once again, something that is a little cliche to say. But really, this Wichita State team, that's been the MO all season long, a team that has played well for stretches what we've seen recently against Tulane yeah they got up big saw it go down to as little as one but they found a way to finish can they finish the job this time on the road and this is a team that likes to win on the road and play on the road still don't know exactly why they play so well on the road but they have been a better team away from Coke Arena which that's not always the case Shockers got a rebound they did it really well against Houston last time They led so many categories against Houston last time. Looking at that box score, it is incredible to look at what Wichita State was able to do, and yet the Shockers, they were not able to win that game against Houston. I still sit here and just kind of shake my head, because if you really look at it, so Houston was from the floor, 45% from the field, 7 of 20 from deep. Houston made one three-pointer in the first half. Wichita State was 39% from the floor, 3 of 20 for deep. That's what did in Wichita State. Shockers also 16 of 23 from the free throw line. Wichita State hung on to the ball for the most part, just 12 turnovers. You look at the rebounds, 37 rebounds to 32 for Houston. The Shockers had 15 offensive rebounds that led to 17 second-chance points Houston had nine offensive boards that led to 15 second-chance points. Points to the paint, 34 for Wichita State, 30 for Houston. You look at all these categories, and you're like, man, Wichita State did so well. Shockers didn't do well from beyond the arc. Houston made a couple big threes down the stretch, and that really was the difference. So Shockers, they're going to have to make some threes tonight. They don't have to go bonkers. They don't have to be 83% from beyond the arc. They don't have to be like that. But they are going to have to make some jumpers against this Houston team because I don't know if you're going to out-rebound Houston again. I don't really know how many times Houston has been out-rebounded this season, but it can't be very, very much. So the Shockers are going to have to limit offensive boards. No surprise there, but they're going to have to make some shots from beyond the arc or just from the mid-range or whatever. The nice thing is, like we talked about against Houston last time out, Wichita State at least has the big men. They have the tools to where if you do go inside and a double comes your way, Kenny Poto and James Rojas, those are guys that can dump it back out to the perimeter 
leads to a jumper. Shockers just got to make some tonight against the number one team in the country. Wichita State in Houston tonight. Tip-off is slated for 6 o'clock. You can watch it on ESPN2. Coming up in hour number two, C.J. Moore from The Athletic. We're going to talk to him about KUK State, maybe even sneak in a little Wichita State talk with him as well. We'll continue to talk about college basketball in just a moment. But in addition to the Wichita State men's basketball team being in action this weekend, the Wichita State baseball team, it's the home opener tomorrow at 3 o'clock. I know it's during the day, so maybe that might be difficult for some. But if you can make it, if you want to go watch Wichita State in Oakland tomorrow at 3 at X Stadium, we have a family four-pack of tickets for you. If you want them, call 316-669-4996. We want to send you there. 316-669-4996, Wichita State Baseball in Oakland. Tomorrow at 3 o'clock, that's when first pitch takes place. We want to see you there. They're digital tickets. All I need is an email and a cell phone, and we'll get the job done. So 316-669-4996. If you want to go, be caller number two. We'll make it nice and simple for Jack. Caller number two at 316-669-4996. We wrap up hour number one. Coming up next, it's The Pulse on ESPN Wichita. You're tuned into The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. That looks delicious. Yeah, it's Taco Bell's Double Steak Grilled Cheese Burrito. Don't know if you heard, but it has double steak, cheese grilled on top of it, and nacho cheese sauce inside. Ooh, let me have a bite. Nah, you're already cheesy enough with all your dad jokes. And I keep all my jokes in a dad a base. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm hungry. No, you're Dave. Hungry is a country. <laughs> Taco Bell's Double Steak Grilled Cheese Burrito is back. A participating U.S. Taco Bell locations for a limited time only. Contact local store for hours and participation with trade. Double Steak claims compared to the steak case it is. Getting your guaranteed maximum refund with TaxLayer feels like... Yeah, yeah. Saddling up and chasing down... Look at that sweet oola! That big old cash cow. File for free with TaxLayer Simply Free and get your guaranteed maximum refund. TaxLayer. File fearlessly. What does it feel like to be in Kansas City, the soccer capital of America? To hear thousands shouting as one. To see waves of sporting blue. To hug total strangers. To be a part of something bigger than any of us. What does it feel like to be at Children's Mercy Park? It feels like home. It's showtime in Kansas City. Sporting opens the season at home on March 11th versus the L.A. Galaxy. Grab your tickets now at SportingKC.com. Hey, Wichita, make the most out of your summer with a new boat. Don't miss the Marine World Boat Show Saturday, March 25th at 7979 West Kellogg. Huge preseason discounts on industry-leading wakeboard and pontoon boats. Food trucks for lunch and raffles all day long. You will get huge discounts at the Marine World's Boat Show on Saturday, March 25th at 7979 West Kellogg starting at 9 a.m. Family-owned and operated, Marine World is ready to make you a part of the Marine World family. 
This is for the men who never settle, the ones who miss the fairway all day and still pull out the big stick, the type of guys who will always prefer to be behind the grill than in front of the camera, and the men who never let their friends forget about a high school nickname. This is the Lodge mentality. This is Twin Peaks. Nothing makes cheering on your favorite team better than wings. Pair your at-home game day with Twin Peaks Wings. Find your favorite store at TwinPeaksRestaurant.com slash locations. Hey, Wichita State diehards, there's one more home game left for the men's basketball regular season as your Shockers play USF on Sunday at 1 o'clock. Want to go? Then listen to the Shane Dennis Show from 12 to 2 and the Pulse with me, Pat Strompman, from 2 to 4 every day this week for your chance to win. Plus, Wichita State baseball is at home this weekend. We'll be giving away tickets to that as well. Locking in to Wichita Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita 92.3. Last couple minutes left here in the first hour of the Pulse on ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Jack Johnson producing. I'm Pat Strothman. Hour number two, we'll give away another family four-pack of tickets for Wichita State Baseball for this weekend. So stay tuned for that. All right, before we get to the second hour, featuring C.J. Moore from The Athletic and what's happening in the NFL world when it comes to the combine. Do got to get into this. This was big news that came about last night. And it's certainly a little bit of a stunner. Iowa State, the Cyclones, men's basketball program, stumbling down the stretch. Iowa State has dismissed guard Caleb Grill. Yes, that same Caleb Grill, former former Mays High Eagle. Following a failure to meet the program's expectations, that's according to the Cyclones statement that was released yesterday, T.J. Otzelberger, head coach of the Cyclones, very short and simple statement. We hold our players to high standards, and there are expectations that our student-athletes are held accountable for. That was it. Caleb Grill is a senior in his second stint in Ames. He joined the program in 19, spent his sophomore season with UNLV, then returned to Iowa State, for the past two seasons, he did it because of T.J. Otzelberger. That's the guy he followed. Grill was scoring 9.5 points per game this season, third on the team, led the Cyclones in three-point percentage at 37%. He was third in rebounds per game, too, at four. The dismissal, the dismissal comes during a difficult stretch. The Cyclones have lost four straight. They've lost eight of their last ten. They're now a number eight seed, according to the bracketology for Joe Lenardi. Cyclones also fell out of the most recent AP Top 25 for the first time since the calendar year began. Grill was also a, a regular starter. He had played in 25 of Iowa State's 29 games this season with 22 starts. Now, he did miss some time with a back injury, and that was one thing that certainly limited him. And he did have a statement on Twitter, and I'll do the best I can to kind of go through it. 
basically saying that he was grateful for Iowa State, grateful for T.J. Otzelberger, talked about his time at UNLV. But something in this statement I want to point out, the one that he said, I love Iowa State, and I am proud to be a Cyclone. I want to be remembered as a Cyclone as I played with passion every single night on the court, never took any second for granted. I want to continue to be a part of the Iowa State community and be able to hold no regrets for anything that has happened. So that was in you know number one. That was the number one tweet that he had. The one thing that Caleb Grill said, he wanted to share his story about his mental health and mental illness that he has been battling through all season. He made a comment about his hair and how some people have made a, a comment about his hair quite a bit. The last slide, the last picture, unfortunately I said something that I regret which has cost me the opportunity to finish out my dream at Iowa State. I hope that all the players and Iowa State fans can find it in their hearts to forgive me. So that came from Caleb Grill after the news, after the announcement yesterday that Iowa State had dismissed him. I know there's a lot of speculation on what he said and so on and so forth. Him battling mental mental health stuff, that is something that you can't take lightly nowadays. You just can't. Also doesn't give you an excuse to, to say something, which is why Caleb Grill's stepping up and saying, look, I said something that I shouldn't have said. So he's trying to own up on it. Guy, after all, is still a young adult in most cases to people. Just unfortunate that sometimes that stuff happens, but that's also being human. Sometimes you make mistakes. We all have. We all have made mistakes. We've all said some stuff that we didn't mean and so on and so forth. So certainly shocking news. I hope that he can get the healing that he needs from a mental health standpoint. I hope that the apology is accepted for whatever he said. If not, then you know that's everyone's prerogative. They can kind of do what they want to do. You can accept the apology or not accept it. You can certainly do that and live life the rest of the way, you know, not accepting the apology. But certainly big news coming out of things as Caleb Grill is no longer a part of Iowa State men's basketball. Like I said, hope he gets the help. Hope that he needs from a mental health standpoint. It's not, it's not ideal. A very real thing that we do need to talk about. All right. That does it for the first hour. Still a comment hour number two, C.J. Moore from The Athletic. We do have some stuff to talk about when it comes to the NFL and the Combine. Something involving the Kansas City Chiefs. And we'll wrap things up with a three-question Thursday and more Wichita State baseball tickets to give away. That is coming your way next. It's the second hour of The Pulse on Wichita's sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, KKGQ, Newton.